0: This is Bobby with your Catholic News Headlines for the week ending the 15th of August 2014. In this week's news, Papal Envoy joins persecuted Christians in Iraq as the crisis continues. Pope Francis arrives in South Korea. Tennessee upholds ban on same-sex marriage. Advocacy Group uses the case of Baby Gammy to push for commercial surrogacy in Australia and Caritas Australia celebrates its 50th birthday. Pope Francis has sent a papal envoy to Iraq to help support persecuted Christians in the region. The Holy Father has named Cardinal Fernando Felloni Prefect of the Congregation for the Evangelization of Peoples, ...as his personal envoy to work with local authorities to ensure safety for Iraqi Christians. Cardinal Filoni was previously the Apostolic Nuncio to Iraq from 2001 to 2006. In a statement, Cardinal Filoni shared Pope Francis' desire to be in solidarity with the people of Iraq. Cardinal Filoni said that the Holy Father, quote, "...would have liked to have been himself amongst these poor people." Also in the region, current Papal Nuncio to Iraq... Archbishop Giorgio Lingua spoke to Vatican Radio about the suffering of Christians on the ground. In the interview, Archbishop Lingua highlighted the witness of the persecuted Christians to their faith. What can we hope for? Well, I pray that the, the Christians who, are, uh, who left their uh, villages in these uh, circumstances do not, do not lose their faith know, uh, they, they are giving us a very great testimony of their faith that they did not accept to uh, convert to Islam. This would have saved their life immediately. So they are giving us a great testimony of faith. Christians are currently fleeing their homes in droves as the Islamic State sweep through the region, brutally killing those who refuse to convert and join them. International leaders have acknowledged that we may be facing genocide, with Prime Minister Tony Abbott this week suggesting that military intervention is being considered. Earlier this week Mr Abbott also announced that Australia will take in 4,000 refugees fleeing Iraq and Syria, although this number will be taken from Australia's existing humanitarian intake of 13,700 refugees annually. Pope Francis touched down in the South Korean capital of Seoul yesterday to commence his five-day visit to the country. The Holy Father arrived at 10.30am Thursday local time and was greeted by South Korean President Park Gwen hye with a delegation of South Korean Catholics and two North Korean defectors. Also present were the families of victims of last April's ferry disaster, which claimed over 300 lives. Pope Francis has made the trip to the Asian nation to celebrate the 6th Asian Youth Day, to beatify 124 18th and 19th century Korean martyrs, and to call for peace between North and South Korea, which has been officially split since 1953. It was reported that North Korea fired three short-range rockets into the Sea of Japan, shortly before Pope Francis' landing. The North had been invited to send a delegation to attend the event, But the invitation was declined. Pope Francis is expected to speak about reconciliation between the two nations throughout the visit, and especially at his Mass at Myeongdong Cathedral in Seoul on the 18th of August. He is also expected to meet with a group of Korean women forced into sexual slavery during the Second World War. This current trip marks the third papal visit to South Korea, with St. John Paul II visiting the nation in 1984 and 1989. The U.S. state of Tennessee has had its ban on same-sex marriage upheld following a constitutional challenge in court early last week. U.S. Judge Russell Simmons of Roan County Circuit Court, Tennessee ruled in favor of the ban on same-sex marriage in a court case involving two men married in Iowa four years ago. The men who are now seeking a divorce in Tennessee require a brief recognition of their marriage in order to begin proceedings. The argument used to support Judge Simmons' decision was that marriage and procreation are fundamental to the very existence and survival of the race. Promotion of family continuity and stability is certainly a legitimate state interest. The decision centers on the state not recognizing pre-existing same-sex marriages that have been legalized in other states. The details of this ruling were sent to lawyers defending homosexual marriage in Louisiana where District Judge Martin Feldman is yet to make a decision on a similar case. This ruling in favour of the ban follows the success of 36 court challenges against the ban. It is the first ban to withstand challenge since June last year and will have an impact on similar challenges in the future. Australian advocacy group Surrogacy Australia has called for commercial surrogacy to be legalized in Western Australia following a backlash over Gemi, the baby born to a Thai surrogate and abandoned by his Australian parents. The WA 2008 Surrogacy Act is currently under its four-year review by the State Department of Health with findings delayed to allow a late submission from Surrogacy Australia. In its submission, the organization have recommended that services be established to match people with surrogates, that Australian surrogates be allowed to receive compensation, and the surrogacy is open to same-sex couples. WA's current state laws allow for international commercial surrogacy and altruistic surrogacy within Australia. To Stephen Page, the lawyer who drafted the submission claims that Australia's current laws are forcing people offshore. Unless politicians in Perth do something, then we are going to continue to repeat the failure of our mistakes to date. We are going to have more baby-gummy-type cases, he said. Liberal MPs Nick Goyran, Graham Jacobs, Peter Abetz and Frank Alban have refuted the argument in another submission, stating that commercial surrogacy exploits mother and child and should be completely banned. I believe that commercial surrogacy is, in principle, wrong, Mr Abetz told the ABC. I think that it is going down the wrong path as a society if children become a commodity that you can buy, he said. The review is expected to be completed by the end of September. Australia's Catholic International Aid and Development Agency, Caritas Australia, is celebrating its 50th anniversary. Caritas Australia was founded in the early 1960s by a group of lay Catholics, who wanted to assist those in need overseas. It began in 1964 as the Catholic Overseas Relief Committee, collecting funds from parishes to assist a priest working in Peru. In the same year, the Newman Institute ran a Lenten appeal in Adelaide, raising nearly 1,000 pounds to support indigenous communities off Bathurst Island. Now, in 2014, Caritas Australia is part of one of the largest humanitarian networks in the world, Caritas Internationalis, which boasts 165 national organisations around the world and over a million volunteers and staff. Caritas Australia has assisted communities in over 120 countries across Asia, Africa, Latin America and the Pacific. Caritas Australia CEO Paul O'Callaghan said that Catholic schools and parishes across Australia have been instrumental in achieving significant change with partner organisations. For over 50 years, our volunteers, supporters, partners and staff have worked alongside some of the world's poorest communities, Mr O'Callaghan said. All human beings are part of God's family and each of them are worthy of respect and dignity, he added. The story of Caritas Australia will be celebrated in a special mass at Mary MacKillop Chapel in North Sydney on the 26th of November. More information is available at caritas.org.au 50 years. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of these stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.